Monica Batwala is a student at Hillside Boarding School in Wakiso District. She was born 16 years ago with HIV. Her parents have already died from the disease, and when not at school, she lives with her sister. She takes a daily dose of antiretroviral drugs to keep the virus at bay, but the daily dose has cost her friends, who kept her away from her when they realized she was HIV positive. I've been in this school for six months, and I've never stopped taking my medicine. I have to swallow them every day. I feared girls to see me taking them. That is why I used to hide when swallowing every day. I take them when I'm in the dormitory, sometimes in the bathroom, sometimes in the corridor, or in my bed when I'm pretending. It is only at school that I feel uncomfortable taking them because I fear these girls. Once they know about something, everyone in the school will know. One day, one of the girls saw me, and the whole school knew about it. It makes me uncomfortable. I know they talk about me because they tell me some are not my friends. If it continues, I'll tell my sister I changed the school. Twenty-six-year-old Luke Amoti is hawking jewelry in Masindi district. He tells me his hopes of acquiring his dream job were shattered in 2014. That's because he was one of the 400 applicants who tested positive for HIV and AIDS and hepatitis B when he applied to join the army. I never recovered from the bad news I had. I even didn't know I had HIV. They told me that real day and I couldn't believe it that I had HIV. I've even never fallen sick, got malaria or any, anything. Even to go down and I am fine and strong. Even when we were young, when we were young children, we wanted to be in the army, wanted to hold guns, go to war. You know those things when you say when you're young and it cannot happen now. I really miss it. Now I do my business. I sell earrings, necklaces, bangles and very many other things to get a living. On top of the hill is the Mbuya military barracks. Colonel Dr. Stephen Kusasira is the director of medical services for the Uganda People's Defense Forces. He explains why the army refuses to let HIV-positive people join. Military training is deliberately harsh. Otherwise, we wouldn't be soldiers and torturing in a way. It strains you psychologically and physically. But our target is not that to discriminate HIV positive. If you've looked at the adverts when you are coming in, we talk about medical screening. If you have hepatitis, we will not take you on. If you have an infectious disease, if you have a chronic disease that will need you to start treatment, and then for us, we are recruiting you as is. We want you to go and start training. It will be difficult. All chronic diseases, talk about hypertensive. We will not take you on. And this is international. It's not your PDF. The army might have its reasons for blocking people with infectious or chronic diseases from joining. But stigma and discrimination towards those living with HIV remains high in Uganda. Robin Ababidye and Eva Nakato are 24-year-old twins born with HIV, but they took a positive step against the discrimination, becoming ambassadors of hope for youth living with HIV. We have been going to schools and uh, communities, uh, creating awareness, 
talking about stigma, sharing our experiences as young people living with HIV, growing up, facing stigma and discrimination in all aspects of life. And um, this time round, we wanted it to be a bit different. And instead of just going to the schools, going to communities, educating the community, we use other interventions, for example, the movie. So there's a movie that um, we are really like shooting right now. And um, it's, it's also like talking about HIV, stigma and discrimination, everything that is talking about HIV. But we wanted to see that it, um, it brings more of the experiences, the live experiences of a young person who is living with HIV. And also music. So we use music also because we feel it's more an edutainment kind of thing and uh, we believe that music can travel fast than me going to a community and speaking to a group of people or going on radio so we use also radios and uh, media Combating stigma and discrimination is not just important in helping to improve the lives of people like Robina and Eva. It is also important to fight it because stigma and discrimination often stems from ignorance. And ignorance is hampering Ugandan efforts to fight the scourge. Dr. Joshua Musinguzi is the manager of the government's AIDS control program. Stigma is ignorance on the part of those who stigmatize. But it's, it's there. It's, it's a problem. And it hinders the access to services for individuals that require them. Uh, stigma may prevent individuals from coming for testing. They don't want to be identified. And if they are tested and they find that they are positive, they may not be wanting to come for their drugs because they don't want to be seen coming into the clinics. We are working on that issue, working with our partners in civil society, people living with HIV and AIDS, to continue to educate the public. So it is a continuous education that HIV is with us. People should come out and prevent themselves from getting infection. In Uganda, about 1.4 million people are living with HIV. Various HIV and AIDS charities estimate that a bit more than one-third of the population are still living with the virus without access to any medication. Uganda's punitive laws against drug users Prostitutes and men who have sex with men mean that many of the high-risk groups do not seek help from the authorities. Since 2013, the number of infections have reduced, but health experts fear that figure may traverse in the coming years as the prevention messages are not getting through to the large youth population. For DW, this is Frank Yiga, Uganda.